If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the program. Alex Murda wrapped up his two days of testimony with his testimony on Friday. And honestly... I don't think he did himself any favors. I said previously that him testifying is basically like throwing a Hail Mary in football, and I still stand by that. This is not the kind of witness you want to put on the stand, and if I was an attorney, the only person I'd even think about putting on the stand was somebody that was innocent. And frankly, from everything I've seen here, from all of the evidence that's been provided in court, it certainly seems to me that Alec Murdaugh killed Maggie and... Paw Paw. Oh yeah, that's what he called his son. Paul, he says. Paw Paw. Now that's a name that you would call a grandfather, but you have Alec Murdaugh referring to Paul as Paw Paw multiple times throughout the trial. And it certainly left a lot of people scratching their head. That's a term that you would use to talk about a grandfather, not about your son. And the prosecutors asked him, did you call him that on video ever? Did we ever have any kind of evidence of you calling him that? And, of course, Murdoch says, no, it's just a name that I gave him. And then he had all these other names for people. I thought I was hanging out back in New York down at a social club. I was waiting for Jerry the Torch to come out with Vinny Bag of Donuts. All right, so with that in mind, let's take a look at some of the key moments from Alec Murdoch's two days on the stand. And to do that, we're going to use an article from CNN. Headline, Alec Murdoch testifies. Here are the key moments from his two days on the stand. After weeks of testimony, a South Carolina court finally heard this week from Alec Murdaugh, who is facing two counts of murder in the deaths of his wife and his son. The disgraced former attorney pleaded not guilty to two counts of murder and two weapons charges in the killings of his wife Margaret, Maggie Murdaugh, and his son Paul Murdaugh on June 7, 2021 at the family's home in Islandton. Prosecutors accused Murdaugh of killing his wife and son to distract from an array of alleged financial crimes in which he separately faces another 99 charges and rested their case last week. The defense has painted Murdaugh as a loving father and husband being wrongfully accused after what it says has been a poorly handled investigation. Murdaugh completed two days of testimony Friday afternoon and the court adjourned, adjourned for the weekend and is set to resume Monday morning. Here are some of the key moments from his time on the stand. Murdoch confirms he lied repeatedly to investigators. Not off to a good start, huh? You get up on the stand and admit you're a liar. I'm sure the jury loves to hear that. Murdoch admitted for the first time publicly that he lied to investigators about his whereabouts on the night 
in June 2021 when the killings of his wife and son took place. The former lawyer acknowledged his voice is heard in a video that appeared to be filmed at the dog kennels where the bodies of his wife and son were found. Prosecutors have used the video to put Murdaugh at the scene of the killings, contradicting his repeated statements to law enforcement that he had not been there that night. Numerous witnesses had testified. His voice is in the background of the video recorded by Paul at 8.44 p.m. on June 7th of 2021. Mr. Murdaugh, is that you in the kennel video at 8.44 p.m. on June 7th? Defense attorney Jim Griffin asked. The night Maggie and Paul were murdered? It is, Murdaugh said. So there were a bunch of people that came forward, I believe eight or nine, that confirmed that that was um, Alec Murdaugh's voice on that recording. So there was no way that he could wiggle his way out of that. He just had to admit that he was lying. But when he did that and admitted that he was lying, he also showed the jury, well, that he's a liar. I wasn't thinking clearly. Yeah, that's an understatement. Murdaugh said he lied about being in the kennels earlier that evening because of paranoid thinking stemming from his drug addiction. Oh, give me a break. I did lie to them, he said, blaming his addiction to opiate painkillers. Everything is about the drugs with this guy. Oh, it's the drug's fault. It's the drug's fault. Bro, you took the drugs. Nobody told you to take those opiates. You took them on your own. And to use them as a crutch for every bad decision you've ever made, it's getting a bit played out. I did lie to them, he said, blaming his addiction to opiate painkillers. I wasn't thinking clearly, he added. I don't think I was capable of reason, and I lied about being down there. And I'm so sorry that I did. Still, Murdaugh was emphatic in his denial that he shot and killed his wife and son, insisting in response to Griffin's questions, I didn't shoot my wife or son any time ever. Well, I guess that would be implied, right? Any time or ever? Was there a question that you, may, you might have shot them previously? What does that even mean, any time or ever? And furthermore, why would anyone ever hire this guy as their lawyer? Have you taken a look at this, knucklehead? Murdaugh says after visiting the kennels, he returned to his house and then visited his mother, who just so happens, conveniently, to have dementia. Murdaugh testified that on the night his son and wife were killed, he stepped out of his house after dinner to attend the dogs in the kennel, after which he went back inside the house and laid down on the couch. Afterward, he decided to go visit his mother, an Alzheimer's disease patient, in nearby Almeida, he said. Mur uh, Murdaugh said his wife wasn't planning to go with him that night, adding Maggie didn't really like to visit my mom. Murdaugh told the court that on his way back from his mother's house, he tried to call his wife twice, but she didn't answer. He said he also left her a text. However, he said he did not hear from her and her response was unusual because she was with Paul and because of something spotty, self-service. So he was blaming the fact that she didn't respond because there's spotty self-service and that she was with her son. Now, I don't know if you buy that, but I don't buy a thing that this guy is trying to sell me. I took money that was not mine. Murdaugh admitted Thursday to stealing from his law firm and his clients, which ultimately led to his resignation from the firm, then known as PMPED and since renamed Parker Law Group. I admit candidly, in all of these cases, Mr. Waters, that I took money that was not mine, and I shouldn't have done it, Murdaugh said in response to prosecutor Creighton Waters during the prosecution's cross-examination. I hate the fact that I did it. 
I'm embarrassed by it. I'm embarrassed for my son, he said. I'm embarrassed for my family. And I don't dispute that I did it, he continued. You know, the crazy part is, if he would have just been candid from the beginning and admitted to all of these financial crimes, he wouldn't have had to go to the lengths he is alleged to gone to and kill his son and wife. But instead of being a man, he took the bitch route, and now he's ended up where he's ended up. Murdoch gets emotional while talking about his son. Murdoch became visibly upset after his defense attorney asked him if he had a good time with his son Paul on the day prior to his killing. You could not be around Paul, 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 Paul Murdoch. You could not be around him and not have a good time, said Alec Murdoch, who broke down crying there with the Paul, Paul stuff again. And I'll tell you what, I am absolutely baffled still that they would put this guy on the stand. If you watched his performance the last couple of days on the stand, it has been absolutely pathetic. And if I was a juror, I would be more convinced of his guilt now than I was previously. Were you close to Paul? Defense attorney Griffin asked. Still crying, Murdoch replied, you couldn't be any closer. than he was with Paul and his other surviving son, Buster. Well, I don't know about all of that. If you're very close to somebody, chances are you're not trying to blow their brains out of their head. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I saw what y'all seen pictures of. Murdaugh broke down in tears on Thursday as he described seeing the bodies of his wife and son and the family dog's kennel the night they were killed. Upon returning to the house in Islington after visiting his mother, Murdaugh said Margaret and Paul weren't there and he assumed they were still at the kennels. So he went back there. What'd you see, Griffin asked him. I saw what y'all have seen pictures of, he told his defense attorney, crying and taking a pause before saying it was so bad. Murdaugh recalled calling 911 and trying to tend to Paul and Maggie, going back and forth between them while on the phone. Paul's injuries were particularly bad, Murdaugh said, and he recalled trying to check his son's body for a pulse and trying to turn him over. I don't know why I tried to turn him over, an emotional Murdaugh said. I mean, my boy's laying face down. He's done the way he's done. His head was the way his head was. I could see his brain laying on the sidewalk. I didn't know what to do. Now look, under usual circumstances, I'd have a ton of empathy for somebody who found their son in that condition. But from everything that I have heard in this trial, it seems to me anyway that Alec Murdaugh is the one responsible for this. So instead of empathy, if he's found guilty, well, you know how I feel. There's a volcano with his name on it. Murdaugh says he was nowhere near his son and wife when they were shot. Murdaugh's lawyer asked him, did you get on your shirt high-velocity blood splatter from being within the distance of shooting Maggie or Paul? Murdaugh said, there's no way I had high-velocity blood splatter on me. I have seen reports that said that, he added. I was nowhere near Paul and Maggie when they got shot. And he has maintained that alibi that he, had, he wasn't there, right? But the video tells us something completely different. Murdaugh explains phone activity after the killings. 
Murdaugh rebutted earlier testimony about data collected from his cell phone, which showed he searched Google for a restaurant in a disto beach and read a group text message soon after finding the bodies. Any of those actions were unintentional, he said, adding he was trying to call his brothers and a family friend. I'm not trying to call those people. I'm not doing a Google search for any Whaley's restaurant, and I'm certainly not reading any text, he said. I can promise you I wasn't reading any text messages, Murdaugh said when asked about the group text messages. Oh, okay, well, he told us that, so I guess we should all believe a guy who just got done lying to us recently about not being involved in financial crimes. You see the problem here? And you see why it's a bad idea to put numbnuts on the stand? My addiction to opiate painkillers. Murdaugh testified he believes his addiction stemmed from surgery he got for an old college football injury. He said he needed a few surgeries, and he started getting addicted to hydrocodone around 2004 before moving on to oxycodone around 2008. My addiction is to opiate painkillers, specifically oxycodone, oxycontin, he said. It just escalates, it escalates. Murdaugh said he went to a detox facility three times, and he's been drug-free for 535 days. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah, well, that's great and all, but how about getting clean when your wife and son were around and you could have maybe changed the trajectory of your life? But no, you had to continue to get the opiates, right? You had to continue to get high. So that's your fault. I don't want to hear that as a crutch. Murdaugh describes how he asked a man to shoot him. Murdaugh explained how in September of 2021, two months after the killings, he decided to ask a man who he was initially intending to get pills from, to instead shoot him. Now imagine you're one of these dudes out here slanging some pills, and some guy says to you, hey, look, why don't you shoot me? It's like that scene in The Sopranos, where Bobby Bacala shoots that aspiring rapper so that the guy gets more clout. I mean, who comes up with an idea to have somebody come by, a drug dealer no less, who's obviously a moron, have you seen pictures of this guy? And furthermore, anyone who's getting called Cousin Eddie, well, there's probably a reason why. This is the guy you're going to employ to come and shoot you in the head? When asked if that drug transaction actually happened, Murdaugh said he didn't know because after withdrawal symptoms started, Murdaugh said he changed his plan. Not to get the pills from him anymore, and instead I asked him to shoot me, Murdaugh said when he asked to clarify what that meant. I meant for him to shoot me so I would be gone, Murdaugh testified. Murdaugh was shot in the head on a roadway on September 4th, 2021, but survived. That same month, he turned himself in after admitting he asked a former client to kill him during a fake car breakdown so Murdaugh's oldest son, Buster, could get an insurance payout, police said. I mean, you couldn't come up with a better way to do this? How about go on a, uh, an adventure to a national park and take a walk off a cliff? Nah, let me go find some degenerate to come and shoot me in the head, and let me watch that plan fizzle as well. You want to talk about a bungling moron? Alec Murdaugh is right at the top of the list. Murdaugh says he stole money from people that I care about. The second day of Murdaugh's cross-examination kicked off Friday morning, with the former lawyer facing more questions from prosecutor Waters about repeatedly stealing money, including whether the clients he stole from are real people. They're real people, Murdaugh responded. They're good people. They're all people that I care about. And a lot of them, people that I love, and I did wrong by them. Well, if you really cared about them and loved them, you wouldn't steal from them in the first place. Pretty simple, man. You know, it's not very difficult for me. 
no matter the situation I'm in, no matter how dire the straits are. I would never ever even think to steal from anyone, never mind my loved ones. Every single one. You look them in the eye at least once, is that fair? Waters asked at one point. Every client that I had at some point out, I looked him in the eye and I believe that I had the trust of my clients, Murdoch said. Whether that came from me looking them in the eye or not, I can't answer that. But I will agree that with you that every single client I looked them in the eye and I believe that people that I stole money from all those years trusted me. Well, yeah, of course they did. And the fact that he was stealing money from people who couldn't afford to have the money stolen from them most times in the first place makes it even grosser. You're going to steal money from some children of a woman who died on your property? Really? I sometimes took more than 2,000 milligrams of oxycodone a day, Murdoch says. So that's basically 20 10-milligram pills a day. Murdoch testified Friday that he sometimes took more than 2,000 milligrams of oxycodone per day in the months leading up to the death of his wife and son. Murdoch testified that most of what he was purchasing was 30 milligram pills, instant release oxycodone, probably mixed in with some oxycontin, which is made of oxycodone. You're taking 60 pills a day or something like that. Waters asked Murdoch about the time between January and June 2021. I got to the point where I was taking so much just to not backslide or go into withdrawals or have all those symptoms. It evolved over time, he added. And most people who have opioid addictions can't afford to continue on the way that Murdoch was. So they end up going to get heroin and now fentanyl. I never manufactured an alibi. When asked about Waters, about what he was doing during the period of about four minutes before Murdoch says he left to go see his mother, Murdoch said it was an absolute fact that he was not trying to manufacture an alibi. Pressed about various phone calls, several of which were to his wife, he made after his wife and son were killed, Murdoch categorized the calls as very normal. I never manufactured any alibi in any way, shape, or form because I did not and would not hurt my wife and my child, he said. So I know for a fact that I never, ever, ever created an alibi. Oh, okay, sure. You would never hurt your wife and child. But the evidence is certainly pointing to something different. Murdoch explains decision to lie to law enforcement. After first publicly confirming on Thursday he lied to investigators when he said he was not at the scene of the killings that night, Murdoch said Friday his partners at the law firm advised him not to talk to anyone without a lawyer. He said various factors contributed to his paranoid thoughts, which led to his decision to lie to police, including his distrust of SLED, South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. Well, nobody trusts the police, especially if you're about to get busted, right? Here's an idea. Don't say a word. Get your lawyer and shut your mouth. I thought you were this big time, big shot lawyer and you knew all of this. Murdoch also noted other issues, including questions about his relationship with Margaret and Paul that made him uneasy and the fact that I have a pocket full of pills in my pocket. So you're going to lie to the, the investigators about where you're where you were because you have pills in your pocket. Again, it's all about him, right? It's all about self-preservation. Every move this guy makes or has made has been about that. So why would we believe that you're not capable of killing your son and wife in pursuits of that self-preservation? 
Everything about me not going to the kennel was a lie. Well, no shit, Mr. Murdaugh. During his cross-examination of Murdaugh, Waters pointed out inconsistencies in the former lawyer's videotaped statements to police after the killings, including his claim that he had not been at the dog kennels where his wife and son had been killed. Parts of the taped interview were played for the jury. Everything about me not going to the kennel was a lie, Murdaugh said. You're able to just do that so easily and so convincingly and so naturally, the prosecutor said, about the lies? Well, that's not for me to judge, the once prominent attorney responded. That's true, Waters agreed. Well, let me break it down for you, okay? There's no better liars on this planet than lawyers, and that goes for all of them. Murdoch claims son was targeted over the 2019 fatal boat crash. Murdoch, at another point, said he believes his son was targeted because of a 2019 boat crash in which 19-year-old Mallory Beach was killed. His son had been drinking during the crash and was facing charges related to the death. I can tell you for a fact that the person or people who did this, on June 7th, they hated Paul Murdaugh, he testified, and they had anger in their heart. Well, you can tell us that because it was you. And I'm convinced of that at this point. Murdaugh testified he had not believed anyone involved in the 2019 wreck had anything to do with the murders, but added he suspected the killer was someone who had heard about what happened. Oh, yeah, some vigilante, huh? Sitting around, reading the news, finds out what happened at the uh, boat accident, and decides to take justice into his own hands. So basically what you're telling us is the Punisher is running around in South Carolina right now? What you're telling the jury is that it is a random vigilante, Waters asked. That's your term, the defendant said. Well, folks, look, it's been a relatively interesting two days of uh, Alec Murdaugh on the stand. And I have to tell you, from everything that I heard watching it, everything that I've read about it afterwards, this was an absolute car crash for the defense. And the testimony provided by Alec Murdaugh was legitimately batshit insane. And after that testimony, I don't think it's going to take the jury that long to render a decision. And I believe when that decision is rendered, it will be guilty. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. All of the information that goes with the episode can be found in the description box. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.